Do you want to learn about booze and feel more comfortable ordering a drink at a bar? I'm Brittany. And I'm Sarah. And 86 The Bar is a podcast all about the history of alcohol, bar basics, and fun bar stories with guests. We share a new episode every Thursday, so tune in on your favorite platform and let's get drunk. Hi, everyone. This is Sarah. And this episode is going to be different from our other episodes, but I'm pretty excited for it. And I really want to do more of these in the future because I think they're super important. So today I'm going to be talking about my thoughts on tipping and the history behind it. So let's get drunk. Rich Americans in the 1850s and 1860s actually created the tipping tradition we know today. Most Americans during this time were against the idea of Americans paying for their food and adding a tip on top. The idea of tipping was so hated that anti-tipping rallies started going on that eventually spread to Europe and never left. Tipping is still really not a thing in Europe and many other countries, but America definitely didn't follow in Europe's footsteps, largely because of the Civil War. A lot of slaves that were freed ended up working in barbershops and diners as waiters. During this time period, there weren't many other occupations available for them, and the catch to working in restaurants was that these businesses didn't have to pay the workers under the condition that they would receive tips from guests. I actually found a quote that says, quote, These industries demanded the right to basically continue slavery with a $0 wage and tip, end quote. Many states weren't okay with this and actually abolished tipping. In some states, you could be imprisoned for accepting tips. Even with the growing unpopularity of tipping, southern states still really loved the idea. But by 1926, all of the laws abolishing tipping were revoked. Restaurants realized pretty fast that they can benefit from the opportunity to subsidize a worker's pay with tips. So they did, and it still stands today. As of today, seven states have made it mandatory to be paid the federal minimum wage on top of tips. As for the other 43 states, employees are only required to be paid $2.13 as long as tips add up to the federal minimum wage of $7.25. Studies have shown that the poverty rate is actually substantially lower in employees who work in restaurants in states that require them to pay full minimum wage. So is tipping a blessing or a curse America can't seem to shake? To be totally honest with you, I don't really have an answer to that question. Some shifts I will leave literally barely making minimum wage, but the majority of nights I'll leave making an average of like $35 an hour and sometimes more. I actually have a close friend of mine who worked a successful corporate job and was laid off due to COVID, but she's been able to match her corporate salary working in a restaurant as a server and bartender. The pay is attractive, but it can also be extremely inconsistent, so it makes it really hard to budget. But not only can it be really good, the hours are a pretty attractive benefit to the job as well. It's not usually a typical eight to five job, which makes it perfect for college students or or just as a side hustle in the afternoons. I found that working in a restaurant is extremely rewarding. But when you have those really bad nights, it's crushing. The real question is, is tipping ethical and why should I tip my server 20%? Yes, it's ethical. Yes, you should always, always, always tip 20%. 
Serving is one of the most physically and mentally demanding jobs, and the public is honestly ruthless. It's exhausting. Servers actually take more steps in a shift than any other occupation. I'm literally not kidding. Not only are you walking over 20,000 steps in a shift, you're constantly carrying 50-pound trays and getting cussed out by guests over ridiculous stuff. I'm the kind of person that notices when someone is working hard and wants to reward people for going out of their way to go above and beyond. Like my husband will literally drink 10 sweet teas when we go out to eat and the server doesn't have to keep bringing him a refill, honestly. The server's only job is to do the bare minimum of their job description, which is basically just get your drinks and your order, make sure you're fed and take your payment. They don't have to bring you six loaves of bread and bring you extra ice for your tea when you sit on the patio. Somehow, I don't ever see a paycheck because I only get paid $2.13 an hour and taxes eat most of it up. I think the most I've ever seen deposited in my account was around $12. If that, sometimes I get a couple cents and sometimes I get nothing at all. And that's not uncommon at all. We really do make all of our money from tips. Most restaurants actually require servers to tip out. It's different for every restaurant, but I'll use mine for an example. We tip out on our total sales, and I think it's around 3%. So let's say I sell $1,000 of food and drinks all day. I will tip out $30 at the end of my shift, regardless of how much I make in tips. So if I got stiffed on every check, I would literally have worked a shift and lost money. So when you don't tip, nine times out of 10, your server paid for you to take up their table and eat. There's been some nights that I've tipped out over $50. It's not uncommon. It actually happens a lot, especially on the weekends when you sell more and you have higher total sales. But the money is distributed to people who work in other positions throughout the restaurant, like hosts and bussers and people who do to-go. Sometimes it's it's even given to like the dishwasher or people in the kitchen. So the money is distributed to them because a restaurant is based on teamwork and we couldn't be successful and run efficiently without every single person working in the restaurant. What's really crazy to me is that people who make a lower annual salary actually tip higher. I've heard many pizza delivery drivers say that they make the most money delivering to trailer parks in relatively nothing in million dollar neighborhoods. My degree is actually in marketing, and this is something I've studied a lot about in the service marketing industry. It still blows my mind because I hear so many new servers wait on people they know are wealthy, and they think like, oh my gosh, they're definitely going to tip me 20%, and they end up leaving less than 10%. And this doesn't always happen, and the standards definitely swap, but it's just crazy that that's a thing. Talking about tipping and everything reminds me of the first time I ever broke down and cried during a shift. And oh my gosh, holy cow, the memories flooding back. It was so awful. Um, I had probably been working at the restaurant I'm at now for, it was like a year and a half. I'd been there for a while and like not to toot my own horn, but I don't think I'm I'm terrible or anything. And I remember I was serving these these two women. I remember what table number they were at. It was table 49. I'll never forget. 
and they got cheese fries. They were just hanging out, just having a good time, you know, and they, they got cheese fries as an appetizer. So I put in the cheese fries and in my restaurant, our cheese fries just come with a side of ranch. That's it. Doesn't come with anything else, just ranch, you know? So the cheese fries come out and I check on them and they are livid that I didn't bring them ketchup and they didn't understand why the cheese fries did not come with ketchup. And they literally, they tore me a new one and I'll never ever forget one of them looked me dead in the eye and was like, what, are you new or something? And I was like, no. (laughs) And I just broke down. And I don't know, they were just yelling at me in front of everyone. My other tables heard the table in front of them actually like gave me a hug. She was like, they were so mean to you. And that was just so stupid and gave me a hug and and tipped me really good. (laughs) But it was just awful. And it was just so bad. But I remember I could not, I don't really, I don't cry. Like I don't, I haven't really cried at work a lot. It's not really like a reoccurring thing for me, but something about just how mean they were to me, I just could not handle it. And I broke down and usually I can really take like criticism and, and stuff like that. But, oh, it was so, it was so awful. And the fact that it was just in front of, in front of everyone. And of course they stiffed me and left and I've never seen them again. So, I don't know. I ruined their entire experience for not bringing them ketchup with their cheese fries. But now I always ask. I'm like, our cheese fries only come with ranch. Do you want ketchup? So Brittany and I have been talking about ways we can use this podcast to give back. And we think we've come up with a really incredible idea. COVID has been devastating and restaurant workers have taken a really hard hit in income and we want to help by doing a Venmo challenge. I'll be posting our Venmo on our Facebook, Instagram, and website for people to give literally anything. Even $1 will make a huge difference. Once we've raised a good amount, we're going to go to a restaurant or bar and give away every bit of the proceeds to our server or bartender as a tip and we'll post a video of their reaction on our social media pages. This is an awesome opportunity. So if you can donate, please do. If you can't, no problem. You can do just as much by sharing. If you head on over to our social media pages, you will find more details on how to contribute.